Welcome to Want Her, a community-driven podcast for the like-minded female, passionate about creativity, self-discovery, and letting out that inner weird. Brought to your ear holes by two cross-country friends, we want to project one thing. Self-discovery is a lifelong journey, and one that should be fun experiencing. Here, no topic is off-limits. We're just like you, striving for connection, laughter, and the continual reminder that we can actually be whatever the f- we want. Here's Olivia and Sandy. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Wand Her. Today's episode, we have another guest. So exciting when we're able to chat with another girly. And both, again, we don't know. So yes, I she's love new that. to us. So her name is Chelsea. She is an occupational therapist traveler. She travels solo, which so cool. we were just talking about before we hit record. More power to you. I could not do that. I am. So she's shifting into kind of making her own business out of helping other people get started in this travel lifestyle. So we're going to kind of talk about her personal experience with travel and then talk about her business and kind of where she wants to take it. So Chelsea, feel free to say hello. Hi, everyone. Good morning. I'm supposed to be here and to share my story. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. Yeah, poor thing. She just, you finished up a contract in the Virgin Islands, and then it sounds like, did you take a little getaway to Mexico? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> what a life. Yes, I was living in St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands, for a travel healthcare assignment for the past 10 months, actually. So I did the whole island lifestyle in the Caribbean. It was, we'll dive into it. It was transformative. And then oh I gosh, have a partner so cool. in the yachting industry. So he's in Cabo right now. And <gasps> <laughs> I went for a week to go see him. And yeah, now I'm back seeing family on the East Coast. Wow. Oh my gosh. So like, that is, wow. So cool. The time zone adjustment. Oh. Like I've been there. I feel it. It's rough. Good oh luck. yeah, I know. I know. So my parents live in Delaware, and I'm like, "Can we go ground ourselves?" Yeah. <laughs> and you go oh. off the beach. Honestly, that's actually a tip. A quick tip, right, right off the bat, is you need to kind of get earthy and get grounded for your time zone to help your body acute, like get oh. adjusted to where you're at. So putting your feet, like your bare feet, in like dirt, soil, sand, ocean. It kind of helps. I don't know if there's any spiritual people out there, but mm-hmm. there's like facts, facts and statistics that support that. So, oh my yeah, gosh, Colton so just cool. watched some documentary about uh-huh. that. Yeah, Alex, Alex is always like my husband. Let's go ground ourselves. I'm like, yeah, hey. it's like we, which is kind of like it's peaceful and relaxing. So, yeah, I think it works. So as long as it feels yeah. good, right? yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. All I can think about is when we were living in California for my contract, we would walk out to the beach like almost daily with the dogs and Colton and I would do that. And then one day he's like, Oh, what's this? And I was like, no, don't touch that. And he pulls out like a a used needle. (gasps) Oh (laughs) my God. So just, you know, do it, but be aware of your surroundings. (laughs) I like that you're laughing about it now, I guess. I would be freaking out. (laughs) That's so funny. That is so funny. Oh, that's crazy. That's so awesome. We're going to do what we usually do at the beginning of every episode, yeah. get started with a little game so we can kind of get more comfy, but also learn a little bit more about each other. So we're going to do something that reflects our passion about the podcast, and that's women's empowerment. Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be cool for each one of us to go through and share a story whether it's regarding our business or our travels. I mean, Sandy freaking honeymooned in the Maldives, so she's been (laughs) around as well. Um, A moment where we felt really empowered, really like, wow, I'm doing it. This is where I'm meant to be. It's actually happening. Look at me go type of thing. So, Mm -hmm. Sandy, do you want to go first? How about you start, Olivia? I feel like I always start. (laughs) Do you? Okay. Um, Let's see. I didn't have one like Okay. Okay. I'll go. (laughs) Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. So what I think, I'm thinking more business. Um, When I truly felt empowered was when I first hosted my photography workshop. The first one that I ever hosted, like, obviously I was so, so nervous going into it because I was like, what am I doing? Do I even know what I'm doing? And like, 
is the, are these girls going to learn anything? And like, by the end of it, I just felt so amazing. And like, the girls were amazing. And I felt truly empowered. I loved it. Yeah, I love that for you. Yeah. What about you, Chelsea? Do you have one ready? Yeah, thanks for sharing, Sandra. I, I'm in this reflection period of my life since I just moved off of St. Thomas. And when I finish an assignment, I like to self-reflect and see what I learned and what do I want to take with me? What do I want to let go of with each assignment that I take? And I think the biggest one, when I first when I first interviewed for St. Thomas, the job didn't come my way until a month and a half after. So I had like a gut intuition about it that I was going to get the job and I just believed it. Like I just was like, wow. no, I'm capable of this and I am going to do it. And there's a lot of naysayers about the Caribbean and how rough and tough it can be, especially for a white female who's blonde. Mm-hmm. So... I would stand out and I just felt very confident and I believed that it was going to happen. And it literally, so I interviewed and it took literally a month and a half for them to say, do you want the job? And it wasn't because wow, someone else. it was just that they were working out the contract details. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, I got a car within 24 hours. I found housing that like worked out oh. with the view, like everything just happened. And it, it was exactly like, I felt like I was meant to be. So that was my most recent one. (laughs) I love that. That is truly amazing. I had goosebumps when you were saying that. Just because like when things work out like that, how truly amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Coming from the travel industry myself, I know it may be a little bit different as a nurse versus an occupational therapist. Usually the offers come through pretty quick on my end, at least if they're mm-hmm. going to come through at all. So for it to take that long, I would be like, okay, I'm not getting it. I'm moving on. Yeah. So props to you for sticking to your guns and being like, this is what I want for myself and I'm going to wait around for it. Cause it sounds like yeah. it worked out and it was a really good experience. Yeah. And you're right. Travel works fast. So it was a very unique uh, mm-hmm. experience that doesn't, that doesn't ever happen. But it, again, it was the contract logistics and behind the scenes of their own like contract with the department of education. So I knew that's what I wanted next. So I knew I wanted Island life and I usually take the summers off. So I was at home just like right now. It was literally last summer at this time. Literally. I just waited around, hung out with my family. (laughs) It is really cool too in this lifestyle to kind of be able to reflect on the last year. Cause it can look a hundred percent different from where you are now. Like this time last year I was on my way to Maine and now I'm going to Alaska, like opposite ends of the continent, like so cool. So that's really cool that you reflect on stuff like that. I think for me, I'm going to talk a little bit, I guess about like physically empowered. Um, and I mean, I'll talk about it to anybody that wants to listen is when I, climbed Half Dome in Yosemite National Park in California. So I didn't even know that I was going to do it when we were doing the hike. I was like, oh, I'll get there and I'll look at it and I'll kind of like judge whether I want to risk my life or not. Uh Um, And as we've talked about before on the podcast, I grew up with a health condition. So I kind of like got into the habit of thinking about my body and its limitations instead of what I was capable of. Something came over me that moment and I was like, I'm going to do it. And it took us a while and I did have moments of fear, but there was this like calm feeling that came over me when we were climbing and I will literally never forget it. It was the coolest thing. My favorite, hardest hike. I'll never forget it. So that's mine. (laughs) I love it. you for sharing that, Liv. That is something that I think totally empowers not only you but then the next person who's experiencing that same health condition you know this you accomplish something like half dome is very monumental no thanks well well done that was so cute I agree like Chelsea when you were talking Chelsea was kind of like just freaking out silently and it was adorable (laughs) (laughs) we're obviously like cut from the same cord like she and I are travelers by heart so I love it I want to talk a little bit about where all you have gone in your travels specifically. Totally. Yeah. I started, so I grew up in Pennsylvania around the Bucks County area. And then I took my first travel contract in Bakersfield, California, which 
uh, anyone listening who's from Cali, you already know you're going to call it the armpit of California oh. in <laughs> Valley. So a lot of the dust and um, all like the grossness falls into the valley. Mm. So the air quality is really bad. COVID hit a month after I got there in March. Oh, my gosh. I stayed there longer than I thought, but I had a beautiful experience, even though it was in a location that I necessarily did not want to be at long term. I stayed for Mm -hmm. seven months. So July of 2020, I then started looking for my next contract and Mm -hmm. I went to Alaska. So from California to I traded the sun for the cold and the northern lights. (laughs) So I went to Alaska. It was more south central. So I was below like three hours south of Anchorage. Oh, sweet. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I know, Liv, you're going to Alaska, so I'm excited to talk to you about that. Yeah. I've there for 10 months, guys. 10 months wow. of my life. I loved it. I loved it. Oh. And both of those assignments were outpatient pediatrics, so I was chasing the little kiddos. They have oh. my heart. And then I was ready for the tropics. I was like, I need the sunshine, so I knew my eyes were on Hawaii, so I just was like, I'll take any setting I'll get. Mm-hmm. I let go of peds and I took a skilled nursing facility job on Oahu and I went with my best friend. So her and I spent three months of our life. It was, it was like literally living in the, in an island with your best friend was so much fun. fun. So we had, it was a lot of partying, a lot of fun, a lot of adventure. And then I stayed in Oahu cause I, I wasn't ready to let go of it. I was ready to let go of the skilled nursing facility, but not the yeah. island lifestyle. So I actually ended up calling around the school districts and I pitched myself to the schools and like on the island. Wow. As a like, imagine that live like cold calling hospitals. Like what? You don't do that. <laughs> so yeah. I was asking all my recruiters and no one had an opportunity that I wanted on Oahu. So I just called myself and I got an interview and I got the job as a traveler. Wow. So I for five months on Oahu. Yeah, it was a magical experience. I got into surfing and free diving and oh my gosh, got into a lot of the adventure on the island. And then from there, I knew I liked the island lifestyle. So, and I really liked diving. So I knew St. Thomas was next. I just knew it. So that's why I waited for a month to go there. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I told Sandy before you got on that I was like, this chick just like, I haven't watched the Outer Banks very much. I watched a couple episodes, but Sandy and her husband really like it. And I was like, she looks like a character from there. Like just very She goes with the flow. Like, (laughs) Yeah, I I think... So that's what's like surprising to a lot of people is I'm from Pennsylvania, from literally the suburbs. So reflecting on my hobbies through over like I'm over three years and traveling. So just finish that. I spent 10 months. I know I said this earlier in the in the recording, but uh, 10 months was in St. Thomas. And now it's just a question mark of where I'm going next. But since I'm from Pennsylvania, my hobbies when I first started were hanging out with friends, Mm -hmm. doing athletics, Going to like rooftop bars and and wow. a lot of like the restaurant style and now, guys, I don't even drink often. So mm-hmm. it's like my wow. whole like, think about what you let go of, what you take on from every assignment. Like I, there's some really cool things that I let go of and really stepped into. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay, so you kind of talked about how all your contracts are kind of different lengths. Is that typical? There's not a certain, like, I think about Olivia. Olivia is usually three months for her contract. So it sounds like you extended. Is that oh, what happened? Yeah, Sandra, you're right. So we're usually three months as well. Okay. To nursing is also the allied side of it. It's like OT, PT, and SLPs typically take three months. But I have a track record of I can't leave a community. <laughs> I just can't. So I like I really like to immerse myself in the culture, mm-hmm. and then I that's really hard for me to let go of once I'm in it. Oh, I, I love know. that. That is so I'm like, cute. See you yeah. later. I've got other things to see. <laughs> that's really special, though. It sounds like you have is. a like a, a heart for people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that I don't, but I'm all about like, I've got things to see stuff to mm-hmm. check off my list. So it makes more sense to me, even just hearing that, that you were able to travel on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Was it hard for you? Or is that just like kind of your nature to 
I, I don't know. Are you outgoing or you yeah. just like have that way about you where you're like, I want to meet new people and I'm going to do this for myself? Yeah. Good question. Thanks for asking. I think I was just reflecting on this this morning with my mom because we had all together and I was like, you know, what was I telling you when I first started traveling? Because I, I knew we were going to hash this out today and I was just, like trying to like think about it and get self-awareness. Like what was I actually thinking? I've really been kind. Like I, in high school, I like got nominated for a senior sweetheart. So like this I've learned to not let that be a, a like a fault or a flaw because I think some uh, sweetness can be taken advantage of. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely learned how to use it as actually a positive trait of myself. So I Aww. think that's what I lead with is just making sure that person feels good when they're around me. Mm-hmm. So with that, I smile a lot. Like, I don't know if you guys can tell I'm very like reactive yeah. facial expression. So <laughs> I think like, that is like the biggest tip traveling solo is like you literally, when you're in a new environment, you need to smile at that person that's next to you in the coffee shop or you need to like compliment that person like hey I like yeah. that that you have like where'd you like I don't know or I like that shirt where'd you get it mm-hmm. or whatever it may be like compliments and smiling is like the two two things that I like naturally do now I think Aww. when I first got the Bakersfield like not gonna lie it was not always easy mm-hmm. I was actually more fearful like I, I wore really? a baseball like I didn't want anyone like noticing me like I was actually more of like a um like a I didn't I wasn't as outgoing at on my first assignment because I was like trying to figure out what is this like I'm in a whole new brand new area oh, and I, I was fearful like I really was mm-hmm. I was traveling solo I don't know anyone I'm in an area that could have a little bit poor city data I just wasn't comfortable and then mm-hmm. I realized that I needed to change like reframe my thought process because if mm-hmm. I'm fearful I'm going to be projecting that out and it's going to come my way. If I'm thinking wow. that I am not going to connect with anyone, people are going to be stalking me or, you know, like if I'm thinking that, yeah. like where your goes, energy flows. So I learned to reframe my thoughts a lot. Oh, I love that. I love that that you keep saying where your mind goes, where your mind goes, energy (laughs) Energy flows. flows. That's really good. I love that. I need to write that down. I could have have used a little bit more of that when I first started. I mean, yeah, I had my husband at home in our RV, but it's still every time I start a new contract, I'm known Mm -hmm. for being shy. And it takes like almost 75% through the contract before I'm like, Oh my gosh, I like know these people. I can kind of show my personality, but I also think that's maybe like I don't have a heart for the healthcare industry as much as maybe you do. I don't know, but I want to ask what were your family's reactions when you were like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave, I'm going to California, but also places like Alaska and Hawaii? Because for mine, I'm from Ohio. So, I mean, we're neighboring states. Mm -hmm. I kind of can feel what you were talking about when you were saying I grew up hanging out with friends and being involved in athletics. That was me. Mm -hmm. And I'm from a family farm where everyone lives within 10 minutes of each other. Like it is the norm not to leave. And I had a really hard time even admitting to myself that I wanted to leave. And then it was this huge sit down conversation to even tell my parents that we were leaving. And I got a lot of pushback and mm-hmm. like, are you sure? Is this really doing? a good idea? You know, so how was that experience for you? Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I hope your family is cool with you traveling in your RV now too. I've accepted <laughs> it. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think so. That's a really, really uh, important topic right there is that emotional yeah. cycle of change. So your family sounds like they had their own maybe their own fears of you leaving right and mm-hmm. and that then projects onto you and your situation and that happened to me as well I oh, think okay. I think having your family have like a like an adversive reaction is actually their own way of coping as well like they oh. how do I say this like um they think they know what's best or they just don't understand it right mm-hmm. so when mm-hmm. California I'm going to California my dad was like no you're not like he he like did not think that I was actually gonna do it wow so my background is I have I have two older brothers so I'm the only girl in the same yeah I'm in the middle but yeah so you get it it's like 
having an immediate family with two older brothers. And then here I am as like, you know, the princess, as my dad calls me. It's like, mm-hmm. I was a boy though. Like I really wasn't a princess. Yeah, I, didn't know. I mean, maybe my dad treated me that way, but I think he was very adverse because he knew he couldn't protect me if mm-hmm. I were to go Aww. away. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was processing through because I didn't get it at first. I'm like, why is he not supporting my goals and my yeah. vision? Mm-hmm. And I had that intuition of, like, I want this for myself. And my mom's, like, my biggest fan <laughs> to this Aww. day. Like, she was super supportive. She's an OT. She gets it. She oh, knows. Cool. Okay. Yeah. She she knew my passions for the career, and she knew that was going to carry me where I go. So she wasn't worried. Um, California was, like, a no-brainer for my family, I think. They're like, yeah, she likes the sunshine. She likes the beach. Like, she's going to have a great time. But I think... My, my, so I only see my dad cry twice, and he's like, <laughs> not like that I'm sharing this. It doesn't matter. Uh, guys have, like, trouble sharing their emotions, right? Yeah, so uh-huh. He, he uh, cried once um, with someone that we lost in our family, and then again when he dropped me off in the last day, the last night that we spent together, he, like, they hugged me goodbye, cause oh. had, like, early that morning, and we were crying. So it That's wasn't easy. Like, if anyone's listening to this podcast who's interested in traveling, solo travel, healthcare, you name it, whatever, that emotional cycle change you can't predict. So I think you just need to pay attention to your intuition. And I gain the confidence to, like, let them know I'm safe. Like, every day I would just tell them, like, hey, I'm good to go. Life is good. I feel good. Mm-hmm. Even on days when it's really hard, like, I would lean on them, but always try to have that growth mindset because if they feel that I'm having anxiety or that I'm scared, they're naturally going to feel that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wow. I think it's important to um, highlight the positives despite all that emotional, um, yeah, like emotional upsets that come when when you do something new. I, I got a question. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I was just thinking that. <laughs> I'm 26. I'm 26. Oh <laughs> Sorry, like I'm the freaking geezer of the group over here, and I'm just wait. What am I? 26. 20. Yeah. 26. Oh, are you? Okay. Uh, what the heck? I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, this girl has so much wisdom. I could have really relied on her as I started out as a traveler, and here I'm like older than you. You just sound like an old soul that's like very. Mm-hmm. I'm doing life for me, and this is what I want for myself. So like. Good on you, girl. You I just, yeah. <laughs> That's sweet of you guys to say. I think, you know, now talking about the old soul, my middle name's Elizabeth. And when I went to Alaska, I was the youngest person. This is actually maybe important to talk about for your listeners. So I was the youngest person on uh, my contract in the outpatient wow. pediatric setting and also the youngest person in my friend group. So mm-hmm. I learned how to connect with friends that were 50 my parents age literally both are turning 60 this year but like I was having fishermen friends that were in their 50s and I and my co-workers at work were in their 40s like there were some um, young 30s and one other person in their late 20s with me but I was 24 in Alaska wow and I I mean I did not get like it took me three months to win over some of the other co like my colleagues I don't know or if you guys have ever experienced some pushback, but I got told that I had an old soul in Alaska. I don't know like if it's just in me, like talk about spirituality, mm-hmm. like my soul is just that way or what it is. But I think, um, yeah, I don't know. They started calling me Elizabeth instead of Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, so uh-huh. I, I, people have recognized that in me and I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the connection that I can, or it, maybe it's a gift that I have to connect with any person of age. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Honestly, I, it's amazing. Okay, so I have a question too. Okay. What did you do before you started traveling? Had you just graduated college then? Yeah, so I went to a five-year school, okay. a five-year program, and it was accelerated. So I got my master's in August 2019. Amazing. So, that's I went through the whole traditional American lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. you go, you go to school, you get a college uh, degree, and then you you go and work for someone. So yeah, I am a little bit non-traditional, but also traditional because I'm still living out my career and as an OT because I love it. 
I know we're going to dive into business and entrepreneurship soon, but I think the non-traditional side of me is that travel aspect. Like I'm doing mm-hmm. things abnormal than your typical OT is doing or yeah. your E-Town grad or whatever. So mm-hmm. I jumped right into the lifestyle. Wow. That is wow. incredible. Incredible that you just had that that drive in you just to do that right off the bat. Like, I applaud It sounds you. like you always knew that you wanted to travel. Was mm-hmm. that just from, like, your personality? Or did you go on some kind of vacation or trip when you were younger that was like, wow, there's so much to see? Like, what sparked that? Oh, good question. Yeah, good question. <laughs> I also was thinking about this because... You know, I, I joke a lot, guys. I'm like, I I shouldn't say I have a bad memory because that means that I have a bad memory, right? So I can't say that. Or <laughs> broccoli to make my memory better. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, or more blueberries. What makes your memory better, right? <laughs> but I, I'm like thinking about this now that like we're asking these questions. And I, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is that I had an aunt, like the uh, one of our family members passed away. My aunt Mary mm-hmm. was a travel nurse. Oh, and wow. she has the same birthday as me. So oh. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Life is crazy. Kind of right? weird connection. So she was a travel nurse, and I didn't know much about that because she died at a young age. But oh, my opa, I'm German, so we have German um, grandparents. Or you say mm-hmm. Oma and Opa. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's the way. Um, it's all good. Like, life is – It's we all end up passing away at some point. But he mm-hmm. was – a geologist and he would travel a lot so I think like genetically or like yeah generation wise that I have a lot of travelers that do it for work like mm-hmm. like my opa and my aunt Mary I think in sophomore year of college I just knew I wanted to travel oh. I met someone at a uh, camp we were doing hippotherapy for children so I don't know if you guys what? know what <laughs> So hippotherapy is actually really cool. I know we're going off a lot of tangents here, but I love it. (laughs) It's horseback riding for children who have disabilities. So you're using the horse as a therapeutic tool. So you're allowing it to, you know, um, improve their coordination, their their core strength, their their sensory processing, like feeling the textures of the horse, letting the horse be a therapeutic tool. So I met a travel. OT at that clinic and I was like what do you do and she and she was the first person that told me about it and I think that it was the moment where Mm -hmm. I had my mindset on that I'm like I need to learn about this and I think if anyone's listening or uh, live if you ever experienced this as a nurse your professor is telling you not to do it I don't know if you've had that experience but there's a lot of naysayers especially when you try to do it right out of school so yeah. I think I think I just was like I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, I That's think amazing. I think from my experience at school, I knew there were a couple classmates of mine that was like the only reason I'm getting into nursing is to eventually travel and I literally remember thinking there's no way I would ever travel cuz I'm signing myself up for guaranteed anxiety with all the newness. And so the 180 in me is hilarious, but it's all growth, yeah. right? I love how much I've changed. But it sounds like for you, there were like very significant people or things that had happened to you that like set this life up for you, which I think is a really cool, like opposite perspective too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, even just talking to you and knowing kind of like the behind the scenes of the business that you're, you're doing for yourself, like I 100% would have wanted to sign up with you to get like that little emotional, like you can do it when I started traveling. So let's kind of shift into what you're doing specifically with your business. Okay, cool. Yeah. I thank you for saying that too. I think there's a lot that I realized throughout my travels uh, to create this brand. I, when I first started, it was overwhelming, which I know you expressed those anxieties that you felt Mm -hmm. too. And that's just natural. Like, there's no way to defeat that. Like, it's just going to come. We're human beings. We like connection. And when we're leaving uh, comfort and step out into the uncomfortable, it's it's scary out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so I remember, like, I, I remember that first flight off 
uh, out of Pennsylvania to California when I started and I was all alone. Right. And that feeling of loneliness is, is something that I think everyone should explore and, and really get comfortable and really understand like what actually am I feeling or why do I feel lonely? Mm -hmm. So with that idea behind it all, like that first moment or like the first anxiety that you feel is why I created this brand. It's like, I really want to be that coach for that next person in line because there's a lot of naysayers. Like there's so many professors that told me not to do it. You know, I would be traveling around my like town, like when I first graduated and I passed my boards and I was telling everyone I was projecting it out there. I'm traveling. I'm going to be a travel OT. I'm going to get my first travel assignment. And every single person, like it was every single person was like, you're not going to get experience first. Like it's hard. It's hard to know Mm -hmm. how to trust your intuition. So that's like the foundation of why I blossomed this, like this brand Transcend Travel Therapy, which it's a coaching platform. So I'm coaching other therapists, mostly OT because that's my niche right now. But Mm -hmm. again, any allied, so OT, PT or speech into this lifestyle of pursuing a travel contract and making this travel lifestyle actually very manageable and maintaining it. So there, like you said, first the emotional state and the mindset of travel is something that I dive deeper in with my clients. But also, there's other three pillars. So I, I have a coaching, um, like program that I'm now creating, and the four pillars that I thought was important were your mindset, mm-hmm. and your and that emotional cycle of like that very first the feelings that you get, that intimidation, that overwhelm, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm going to be there to support you through that and tell you everything you need to know. So you can reframe those thoughts. Mm-hmm. The second pillar would be that prep. So how to get prepared to take a travel contract and then navigating it and maintaining it. So there's those are the four pillars that I'm actively helping my clients go through. That's, That's so cool. Really amazing. I, agree. <laughs> I think it's really unique too. Like I've worked with a couple different agencies as I've traveled for nearly three years so I've had multiple different recruiters and I can't remember offhand. I don't think so that any of them were travel nurses themselves. So to have that unique experience that you can say, I've done this. I know what to expect. This is how my experience went. This is what you need to have done to prep is like Mm -hmm. a really, I mean, it makes you so attractive for somebody that's interested in this lifestyle. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So awesome. And the way that you're like, I have pillars and like, this is what's important. And this is what's important. Like, how could you not like, I just feel like, how could you not succeed in this? Because you're so organized and your Instagram is a really great reference point for people that are maybe just starting about or just thinking about starting traveling because you go through in your reels and you're like, this is what to look out for. Like, it's just really good. So like, I I guess I'm not asking a question. I'm just like (laughs) verbally vomiting compliments. It's just, you're so organized. You're so passionate. That's really evident. And I just applaud you for that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of thought that went into this because I'm, I want to be as authentic as I can, especially when I'm starting to build a brand for myself or a business, whatever you want to call it. And entrepreneurship is very scary as well. Like not many people walk the path. So I actually sought out mentors. So when I was seeking out mentors, I was like, you know, that's actually something that I think everyone should apply to life. Like a lot of the times you want someone that knows experience in that area that you're trying to achieve for yourself. Mm -hmm. Think about as we were younger, I know Liv, you said you were aesthetic. We've always had a coach or someone to help us and Mm -hmm. lean on for criticism or, or support or accountability. So when I was building TTT is what I call it, transcendent. I love it. I was like, you know, having a coach in this lifestyle is something that I wish I had. So yeah. why, why, why can't I be that for that next person? And I think having a mentor actually helps you succeed. And it's a lifestyle that is hard. It is hard. Like mm-hmm. I've had multiple crying episodes, multiple mm-hmm. emotional like waves. And I'm sure you guys can experience when something comes up and, you just have to process through it and, oh, yeah. and stick to your your why. Like, why are you traveling? So mm-hmm. I think 
that authenticity is something that I really wanted as my foundation of my brand. So I appreciate that you're you're catching that wave that I'm giving off because I oh yeah yeah and then passion too like it's just mm-hmm. easy to talk about travel healthcare <laughs> like it's definitely my art right now. That's so yep. cool. So when did you start Transcend Travel Therapy, TTT? <laughs> yeah, thanks for asking. At the end of February is when I got the oh. LLC for it. So this is like That's a baby. Amazing. I would call That's it my amazing. passion project for a little bit. And I launched at the end of February. I got my LLC that came in. I got like a business bank account. I started diving deeper into launching a, a oh. coaching Instagram and mm-hmm. doing uh, some, you know, like shared lives and things like that. And then uh, to this day, now I have three paying clients. So I'm yeah, like, there's, there's some momentum on my side. And I think now that I finished my travel contract, I can really take a deeper dive in entrepreneurship and, and help out the next people in line. Yeah, that's incredible that you have three clients already four months in. That is truly amazing. So I applaud you for that. Being an entrepreneur myself, it's not an easy journey. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to know more about your experience with entrepreneurship. One last thing I have as a reflection that I just thought of is that first question you guys asked me is that empowerment. When did you feel empowered? And do it. Yeah, I think, yeah, this is like your theme. I like it. uh, That (laughs) I think the first couple coaching calls, I was I felt nervous, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know what how to be a coach or what's the right mm-hmm. thing to say or how do I guide them the best way, you know. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of moments throughout these coaching calls that I felt empowered. Uh, for example, my one client got caught up in the wrong hands with a recruiter, which happens, you know. Liv, you probably know this with travel. Oh, yeah. There is some really good agencies and some really bad recruiters vice versa mm-hmm. and she had a bait switch experience happen to her which mm-hmm. uh they which i don't know if you guys know what this means but to explain it to your listeners there's a child position let's say in san fran quoting 2k a week take home right ot mm-hmm. position new grad friendly amazing right that look mm-hmm. that looks pretty good on paper she interviewed verbally accepted it it took about a week for the contract to come. Now, you know, Liv, your eyes go right away. What? What's going on there? Yeah. So I had a weird intuition about it and didn't really trust it. And then when the contract came through, it was actually Tracy, California, paying 1800 a week. And bait switched her. So they baited her with San Fran. <gasps> Once she this, they switched it to Tracy, California at a lower pay rate. And they already got her to say yes. So naturally we feel as if we have to follow up with our word, like our integrity. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So and especially as a new grad, you think that these recruiters know what they're doing and you trust them, even if mm-hmm. they're not good recruiters, because you don't know better. So mm-hmm. we hashed that one out. And I really wow. struggle to not give my personal opinion because I'm coaching them. I'm not, I'm not dictating their life. I'm just guiding them. Mm-hmm. And I want you to make your own decision. But here's what I know. And it got to a point where I really was, like, getting emotional about it because I'm like, I cannot let her take this. Like, I know exactly what this is. (laughs) And uh, she eventually came to the decision to say no. And then, like, on that call with him, he gave, like, a blanket list of red flags. Let's say um, he, I don't know, he just wasn't letting her off the phone. Like, he was very pushy. And then he also went as far to say, like, it was, like, 40 minutes of him trying to re-talk her into it. And at the end of the call, he's like, well, the facility owner is going to blacklist you oh. if you don't this position. So he went as far, like he was just showing blank lists, like red flags, right? It gives oh. you chills if this happens. Yeah. And that moment after I like was like, okay, good. She's safe. Like she's in the comfort of her own home. She's not in California dealing mm-hmm. with this. Thank God. Yeah. And that was the moment where I was like, Whew, I can take a deep breath. That was a really learning opportunity for her and me as a coach. Yeah. And we're both safe. Like nothing, nothing dramatic happened. But that gave me that empowerment. Like this is why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, and to help these people avoid situations that could be very traumatic. Like there is clauses in that contract about productivity rates and and things that, hmm. yeah, you just would have a very traumatic experience with. So. Oh. 
that's that was one that came up with uh, being a coach recently. Yes, wow. that's incredible. More power to you, Chelsea, because like just giving your advice, what you know is amazing. Yeah. And just helping her through that. I definitely could see myself if I was just starting out being like, I'm confused and I'm a very say what you mean and mean what you say kind of person. So if I said yes to something, but then had this like weird bait and switch situation, I'd be like, can I really oh, say no? But exactly. I do think that's something that I want to highlight. Um, and I've talked about it before with traveling is like, yes, you're helping people and yes, you're working for an agency, but you're also working for yourself. And I think that's, what's really cool about the travel healthcare industry is like, it's on your own terms. Like, look at me, I'm about to take the summer off. Mm -hmm. I've never taken more than a month off at a time, but even a month, it's like these people in, in corporate positions are like, you get two weeks a year if you're able to take it, you know, it's just, it's a different playing field when you open up your eyes to the opportunities that travel provides. And I think it's really awesome that you're like, I've been there, I've done that. This isn't great, or this is good. Let me help you through it. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Thanks for sharing about that because I think that doesn't happen often. Like you're right. Like most of the time you do have a pretty good experience and you do have complete control over your career which is what you just highlighted you can take the summer off you can take as much time as you want mm-hmm. in between contracts like you have complete control and that's that work-life balance too right and that's I, I'm also taking the summer I'm going to get my yoga teacher training in Costa Rica <gasps> oh! next week. so I'm like oh, let's that's awesome so there's, there's a lot of pros to this lifestyle now I don't want that the listeners to think that that happens often and that I'm, they should have fear around the travel healthcare lifestyle Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, it's a very transformative career path. And thank you for highlighting that positive. It definitely allows flexibility. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. So let's ask a little bit of questions. Say I'm a client that wants to work with you. How often are you like checking in with them? What does that specific partnership look like if somebody Mm -hmm. were interested in reaching out to you? Coaching schedule. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I work as like a three month minimum just because with our traveler mindset, we work three months at a time. Right. So I just stick with that philosophy. I think that applies well with being a coach because it takes, you know, 30 days to break bad habits to see transformation. So I wanted to work longer than just a month anyways. And I'm meeting with my clients uh, once a week for 45 minutes on a Zoom platform. And so we're face to face and then they have access to me on a messaging app, nine to five, Monday through Friday. I'm always on it. So I tell them yeah. to me whenever I'll, I'll just give me a few hours or even like a day to answer if I'm traveling like I just was in Mexico. <laughs> but I'm always on that app and wanting to help anything urgent that comes up. So that's what it looks like right now. That's mm. awesome. That's yeah, so I cool. think that's. That's a really uh, good, I'm glad that we highlighted it, I guess, from my experience with recruiters. One, they're like, I've had some bad experiences where I had a recruiter that was continually asking me if I needed help getting set up for housing when it's like, for the 50th time, I have an RV. So that's on me to find out. Like, I was just a number and you could tell. And then with other experiences with, with recruiters, it's like once I sign the contract and I start the contract itself, they kind of like go on the back burner and they don't really reach out to me to make sure like things are going well until it's like time to sign if I'm extending or sign a new contract. So I think it's really cool that you're like there with it, walking walking through it with them the entire contract. I think that's really special. You're like an added support system and buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like holding their hand through it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what the the value is in this brand and what I have to offer. I think mm-hmm. there's so many things that I learned. I mean, I don't know about the RV lifestyle, but I do know about traveling to Alaska and very remote places. Mm-hmm. Every time I've actually bought and sold a vehicle and that's something really wow. Unique. And then I tried out the lifestyle on the islands. And I have done things in a way to level me up. And that's why the brand is called Transcend. Because I believe that I've always wanted to level up a lot of aspects of my life. 
So why not take the travel to another level too? So I, I definitely see that there's, there's a lot of value that I have to give. And now it's time to actually give that to that person and, and make sure that their travels are easy as well. Outside of that recruiter, I think recruiting does, <laughs> I think, I think recruiting does a great job. I'm not just, I'm not like, um, talking uh, bad about the agencies, sure, right? Yeah. They, they're helping us. They're trying to help us. And there's some really strong agencies out there. But the housing and, and the transportation, that's usually on the traveler to figure out. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> your reaction is super cute. <laughs> <laughs> you Thanks. You guys have some really juicy questions. Oh, okay. So what do you have any specific like goals you want for the business? Do you want it to be full-time eventually? What? Tell us about that. I'm sure you both can relate. Entrepreneurship is scary. It really is. I think, again, anything new. When I first started traveling, like, gosh, this is scary. Because Mm -hmm. it's just, you don't know. You don't know what's going to come. And I think with this transitional period I am in right now, so there's a few options that I have on my plate, and I'm happy and blessed and grateful to even say that I have options for career. Like a lot of feel stuck and closed off and very Mm -hmm. closed-minded and I'm really open and uh, there's there's some heavy feelings towards going all in on this and I I would really love that for my for my lifestyle because I think it would still allow me to travel and take contracts Mm -hmm. Um, but I wouldn't take contracts as my primary I would take contracts just to support and maintain that that desire and that passion for OT versus Mm -hmm. making it like my forefront for my career and my income. Yeah. So TTT is something that I'm really considering going all in on. Oh. I would, yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of momentum that I have uh, going like it's, so how do I say this? There's, <laughs> there's moments where it's hard and mm-hmm. I think my, my brand is a mirror. So I think it's been allowing me to have a lot of self reflection and a lot of limiting beliefs come up, especially as I'm launching this and getting my clients. And I think working through that is actually really beautiful. And I'm sure you guys can relate to it's like when you have something that's you're incredibly passionate about, it's it's nerve wracking to go all in on because you don't want to lose your passion for it. And you know, I don't know. If mm-hmm. And also, you wonder if people are really going to care. You know. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So I'm confident that I can be a very successful coach. I know that because I'm doing it right now and I feel empowered. There's like in the very back of my mind, I don't even know why I'm going to say this, but the third option, like because there's OT, there's TTT. And the third option is yachting. I'm dating someone in the yachting industry. I got my STCW, which is a onboarding documentation you need to have to get on the international boats. when I was was in Mexico we were I mean we're around the boats with his lifestyle so I was on the boat it's a hundred and like 15 he's gonna get I don't know he tells me all the time he talks in meters I don't know it's like a hundred and fifteen foot boat uh but they're around St. Thomas are all there's so much yachting and boating culture that I caught a bug for it and I caught that Mm -hmm that I was like, wow, this would be a vessel for adventure. So that's the third option. Right now I'm in a very transitional period of my life and I try not to have a scarcity mindset. Like if you can relate to this, like we think as if life is or like, okay, I can do yachting or I can do coaching, right? Instead Mm. of why not and like, why not make it abundant? Yes. Scarcity. I love that. I I love that that person. Mm -hmm. We're very multi-passionate girlies over here, so I appreciate that you are too. I just like. I feel like I could talk to you all day. Honestly, best friends. (laughs) Yeah, like you are right up my alley. I wish that like somehow our travel paths could have crossed, but like I do have to ask. I would be upset if I didn't, and I'm probably going to message you after if you have any Alaska recommendations. But I want you to like highlight a couple I mean obviously every day with traveling can look different and there's times where you like have some stretches off and you devote that to like big adventures Mm -hmm. but like 
what are some like top of the mountain moments where you're like, I know you, you did some skydiving. I don't know if that was part of your traveling experience, but like for me, I did a hot air balloon ride over sunrise in Sedona with my husband. Like those are the moments where I'm like, how the heck did I get here? What are some of those for you? Yeah. Thanks for sharing those. Those are some really magical moments. And I, I've seen your Instagram and I've, I've been commenting. Mm -hmm. That's how we connected. And I, you, I knew vibe together so we definitely are going to continue this connection and sandra you too as well i'm excited to have this opportunity to connect with you guys i think me too yourself like i always think about that i'm like that like i pinch myself i'm like what is life right now and that's why that's my why right Mm -hmm. when we talk about travel and talk about even through the hard times like why am i here why am i doing this why am i away from my family and it's these moments Mm -hmm. that you get to experience so Gosh, there's, there's a lot. I don't even know. Um, okay, let's think. Hard so, question. <laughs> yeah, I think I got comfortable with risking things, right? Like talk about mm-hmm. half dome and doing things that pushed your boundaries. Uh-huh. So skydiving was one I did on Oahu. That was really magical cool. and really adrenaline. I think I'm an adrenaline junkie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have also have a new connection with caffeine. So I'm like... <laughs> So my partner, either on adrenaline or you're on caffeine. <laughs> no, I'm like this very low, mellow, chill girl. I'm like, okay, I have a healthier attachment to caffeine now. But I think those moments where I like feel like he's like, I'm high on life. I get a natural high. I mm. saw the lights in Alaska. So jealous. Tasting the aurora was something that I oh. found to be an unreal experience and I was blessed to actually have those moments re- like come up more often during the winter when I was there so mm-hmm. I think those moments like every moment you see those lights dancing in the sky you're just in awe it's a very surreal experience I really hope you both get to experience that one day it's a very like spiritual connection too because you're like wow like you just think about what else is out there like what how is this even like making these dances and the lights that show. So I think the Northern Lights was something that was forever um, a memory in my mind for like those moments. The ocean has been the most recent like connections that I have myself. So swimming with sharks, going through shipwrecks underwater. I have gone down and dove through some vessels that have sank in hurricanes and sank in, in wars. So even plane crashes too. So I think those moments underwater and eagle rays are my favorite creatures now. So they're very curious creatures and they're very majestic. I think a lot of the ocean, a lot of the ocean vibes have been those moments of like surreal. And that's why I have a very strong passion for diving now. And when I say diving, I do like scuba, (laughs) but free diving. Wow. yeah, the free diving has been something that I have found passion through those moments oh. of like this real life, like lobsters underwater, yeah. all these fish and organisms underwater that you, you submerge yourself and you get to see and, mm-hmm. and really thrown out. And it's a very mindful experience. So wow. I think the ocean has been the, the love and the passion mm-hmm. recently for mm-hmm. those moments. I love that. I'm an ocean girly too. I just something about it. Tropical. I love hearing you talk about it because I feel like it's almost abnormal or like our culture doesn't take into account of like really experiencing life. It's just kind of like you go on autopilot so easily. You know what I mean? And you obviously don't. And you're so mindful about every experience that you have. And I think that's a really cool quality that you showcase so easily. Truly amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that I value is that like not letting your autopilot self come on and just actually consciously thinking about your, like, what do you want out of life and those values Mm and moments that I think about Alaska, you Olivia, you were asking about Alaska and the glacier adventures oh. are awesome. I'm excited to see your, how you capture Alaska because I know you have a very creative art. So <laughs> <Thanks>. anything, <laughs> anything with the glaciers, like I jet skied to glaciers, I ATV to glaciers. Wow. I literally walked on a glacier and drank glacier water. Yeah. Uh, 
in a, uh, a bush plane over the glaciers and seeing oh. the glaciers from the sky. Like there's just oh my the gosh. I think I gravitated towards in Alaska because you don't see that in Pennsylvania. No, you don't. Yeah. No. Or Ohio and then catch a from but Wisconsin, same thing. Yeah. I think Alaska was glaciers and then Hawaii and St. Thomas and even Cali was the ocean. Ocean, for sure. So cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. I just have a really quick question. We can kind of cover it. Um, I am just so curious dating how both, how does it work with both of you traveling? (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's a really important topic as travel health. I know you have Colton, Liv, mm-hmm. and Sandra. I'm, I'm married too. She's got a house. Yeah, she's grounded. Like yes, <laughs> like have roots. Like we don't have roots yet, mm-hmm. and we've been very nomadic. So I think there's a which I admire. Like, no, I admire you. Like, <laughs> and that's something that I've actually been searching for. Is where do I want my home? So I'm inspired mm-hmm. by you. Mm-hmm. Same. So, um, wait, what was your question? Oh, dating. <laughs> dating. <laughs> <laughs> so solo travel is was very cha- and is very challenging. I always joked saying that I have an expiration date because my, tra- <laughs> my travel contracts are ending and I I'm expiring in that area, right? So I always like kind Cute. of joked about that. <laughs> but again, where your mind goes, energy flows. So naturally, I'm never in a long term relationship then if I'm thinking that. So I I met Tom in St. Thomas Aww. and. Because of the yachting industry, it's very, um, really popular. And there's a bunch of yachts around there. And we just happened to be in the same area at the same time and connected. And we lived in St. Thomas together for three months before we went long distance. And it's been hard, challenging. Mm -hmm. Neither one of us want to do long distance for our relationship. Mm -hmm. So I saw him again in February in Florida. And then I didn't see him again until literally this past week. Oh, my gosh. It's hard. Yeah. I think we're both trying to figure out. I'm going through a transitional period and so is he. He's uh, He has his license to be a yacht captain. He's the first mate at the moment. Oh, he's a co-captain on this boat. Cool. So his lifestyle is very nomadic and he, he definitely bounces around a lot. He's been to so many places. He's from Zimbabwe. So he's oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah. And here I am from the States. So we're trying to figure out because both of us just connected over this past week saying, you know, we don't want anyone else. Like we want each other and we, we need to make sure that, and talk about like healthy relationships. I'm sure you guys can share about how you knew your partners were the one for you and how did you make sure your values aligned? And Mm -hmm. if they don't, how do you still sync together? Mm -hmm. So I have a really strong value for family connections. So even if I were to step on the yachts with him, how often will I actually see my family? Yeah. That's something non-negotiable for me. So um, we're both reflecting and making sure that we can build a very sustainable life together, but also grounded in what we both value. So there's there's a lot of reflection going on. Yeah. Like I'm in a very, very vulnerable uh, position right now. Aww. And I'm just being authentic and trying to share to help the next person it's not easy if you're in a long distance relationship and I totally can get it and I think right now it's just focusing on how I can make sure I feel good right and with him and also my own my own drive and direction you're just so you're such a healthy person like mentally emotionally all the things all the things Honestly, I mean, it's been really fun connecting and sharing my story. So I appreciate you guys listening. You have such a very strong, active listening. And (laughs) I feel good sharing and comfortable sharing with you guys. Oh, good. Thank you. Well, I guess to wrap it up, because we'll we'll talk about Alaska before we get off, but we can stop the recording. Um, share really quickly if there's anything we didn't touch on about how people can reach out to you, yes, your find you. Instagram, anything you want to like give little mm-hmm. details about. Sure. Yeah, I would love to connect anyone listening, even just to say what's up and follow <laughs> each other's journey. So Instagram is usually the platform I'm on the most. I have a personal channel page. It's Chow Gal, C-H-E-L. G-A-L underscore. And then Love my it. platform, if you're interested in travel healthcare, is specifically the allied 
version of travel healthcare, and that would be Transcend Travel Therapy. Perfect. So we'll can- link it too in show notes, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the easiest way to connect with me. Awesome. Oh and she's gosh. so authentic on oh. Instagram too. Like that's how I originally kind of like didn't just scroll past her comment because can like multiple times she said like a few sentences and I was like, oh, what the heck? She's like so cute and so nice. And then I clicked on that's the profile amazing. and I was like, she's right up my alley. So I love that we connected. I, I think mm-hmm. you're really great at podcasting, but oh my gosh, let's, let's get off so that this episode can end. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, Chelsea. <laughs> everyone listening i hope you've had some value in my story and and can relate most definitely i love this oh my gosh thank you so so much for listening to want her with your girlfriends sandy and olivia we hope this chat has motivated you to chase those dreams take hold of your mental health or finally let out that inner weirdo maybe even all three if you're a fan of what we do we'd sincerely appreciate it if you subscribed and rated us five stars talk to you next time